Welcome back, my fellow chismoso, chismosas, and intelligence informants. Yes, I threw that in there because that's what we are. <laughs> so, welcome back. So today, I right now, I will actually be uh, just, just talking, discussing, like it's a discussion in college, right? That they should have had classes like that. But um, so we had a discussion. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the movie. Drum roll, please. Napoleon Dynamite. So, I, you know what? I guess some it, it gets mixed reviews sometimes where they're like, I get people where like I talk about it with them and they're like, the movie's stupid. It has no plot, and I'm just like, well, it works for it for me, and a lot of other people. The fact that it has no plot works for it. It kind of has a plot. It has a beginning, middle, and end. That's a plot. There's, you know. There is character development, I feel. There's a lot of character development in Napoleon, in Pedro, in Napoleon's brother. There's character development. They have character arcs. Is it is it supposed to be uh, an Oscar winner? No. I don't think by any chance they thought it was going to be an Oscar winner. It's just a good <laughs> It's a good movie. It's a good entertaining movie for me. So here it is. So what we're going to start off with just, I guess, giving you the summary of it. So basically, it starts off with this guy, Napoleon, who lives in, I believe it's Idaho. So it's in the Midwest. And there's clearly, from what we can tell, there's a lot of landscape. It looks very nice. A lot of grass. Muchas vaquitas. The cows. La vaca. Okay, sorry, I got distracted there. There's a lot of cows. There's a lot of this. There's a lot of that. So it starts off with him getting on the school bus. And by the way, I will be quoting lines from the movie. Obviously, I have no rights. I have no rights over them. I will just be quoting them. You know, I'm not reading the whole script, but I will say quotes here and there from them. So basically, he he gets on the school bus because he's going to go to the to, to school, obviously. And he is just this dorky looking guy with his mom with his like skinny slash mom jeans or high-waisted mom i don't know and his cool t-shirt and his cool hair and these weird boots i'm not gonna lie so he gets on and he sits next to this kid and then he's like the kid's like in like the most uninteresting uninterested tone or half asleep tone the guy the kid's like so what are you gonna do today napoleon then he's like, whatever I feel like it, gosh. And that is so relatable. It's like, yeah, that's what you want to say to half the people. I want to do whatever I feel like, gosh. Like, you know, it's very relatable, which he can't really do what he wants because he is a minor and he has to go to school. So they get to school and you see like the whole dynamic. He's clearly not the popular guy. This is not a, a movie about him overcoming his lack of popularity. It's not. It's just him being him and who he is who he is. He gives no shits, I feel, which is great. I think more people should be like that. And so you just see him go through his day and all this stuff. And then he meets Pedro, who is a new, who is a transfer. And the principal, he sees the principal trying to talk to Pedro. And Pedro just has this blank look on his face. I like, but he's funny. 
once you meet the guy, he's hilarious. So the principal is trying to explain something to him. And then, oh, wait, before that, actually, um, you see Napoleon do like this. He's part of this happy hands club. And um, forgive me if I get it out of order. Sorry, but these are the main things I remember. And so he's doing this thing where he's doing a happy hands club and they're playing like this really, really, really like sad, like, or not sad, but very happy, uh, uplifting song. And then he's doing his little like movements with his hands. And I don't even know why right now I actually started moving, doing the hand movements while I was talking about it, which <laughs> it's funny, but yeah, so and then that's when he goes out to get water or something in the water at the water fountain and then he sees the principal talking to pedro and then he's like i've never seen this kid before so he goes up to him he's like is that a new kid and then he's like yeah pedro meet napoleon napoleon meet pedro can you show pedro around and i guess the principal thought he couldn't speak english or something like that because pedro is max granted he is hispanic he is the only He's one of the few Hispanic characters apart from the Cholo cousins that he has later on in the movie. And by the way, if you've never watched Napoleon Dynamite, this is gonna have spoilers and the probably but if 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 there's any like like if there's anything good, I mean they're probably gonna be out of order, but it's up to you. Yeah, but yeah. So basically, he goes and he helps him find his locker. He's like, Oh, so you're new, blah blah blah. And he starts befriending Pedro. And then Pedro, he asks the weirdest things. Like, when they're at lunch, he's like, so how long did it make you, you know, how long did it take you to grow your mustache? And then he's like, I don't know, like, two days? And I'm like, that's impressive, you know, for a high school kid. You know, kids be like, oh, I need armpit hair. I need, I need, I need all this hair. No. So Pedro's like, like, two days. Very impressive, by the way. And then he's like, oh, that's cool. And then, like, he sees Pedro isn't eating his tater tots. And that's something I would do, too. So Napoleon starts, like, what I would I would do what Napoleon did. Napoleon's like, are you going to eat your tots? And then Pedro's like, no. Nah. And then he's like, can I have them? And he's like, yeah. So he basically takes the tater tots and puts them in his pocket. It is kind of unsanitary. I'm not going to lie. But it is what it is. He got food for lunch. He got whatever. It doesn't matter. He's a growing boy. He needs extra food. So then it goes later. They go later in the and throughout the day. And it's and he's back. Napoleon's back in class after lunch. And the bully of the school, who's a complete asshole. Let's just put it out there. He's annoying. He's just like lazy. And he's just such a cliche bully. Like he's freaking lazy. He doesn't want to do anything. And then he's like, and then he sees while Napoleon is like, studying or taking a test he starts taking the tater tots out of his pocket and eating them so the bully sees it and he's like hey napoleon give me some tots and napoleon's like heck no i'm starving i haven't eaten all day which is a you know i don't blame him because we've all said that lie we're like we're so hungry because i haven't eaten all day it's a lie he did he just had lunch but who's the judge what so he ends up just like eating so then he ends up so then the the bully in retaliation decides to kick napoleon's leg in the pocket where the tater tots are and then he's like then comes one of the best lines in the movie he's like oh freaking idiot 
And that stuck with me. That resonated with me because in high school, I was like, I kind of, no lie, started saying that word a lot when I got upset with someone. Well, not my parents or my family, but like my friends. I'd be like, or just people in general. I'd be like, freaking idiot. Um, And I'd say it like that too. It was funny. You just had to say it like that. So eventually, it gets later, the movie progresses and... Um, Pedro and Napoleon are becoming friends and it's working out and everything's good. Na, 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 you know, everything. And then at one point, um, Debbie, who is played by this genie, <laughs> the actress is great. So Debbie goes by Napoleon's house and is like trying to raise money for college. So she's trying to sell like little things, like little bracelets she's made, this or that, or trying to see. Like Napoleon opens a door and is like, yeah. And he's like, is there any, he's like, she's like, would you buy this or that? She's like, I'm trying to save up money for college. Like I even do pictures if I could take your picture too. And then she's, he's like, no, no, I'm good. And then she's like, well, if there, is there anyone else in the house? Because I'm trying to raise money for college. And then. Um, so Napoleon is there. Obviously, this is Napoleon's at his house now. And I guess the brother who's watching TV inside the house overhears Debbie and is like, your mom goes to college. And then Debbie gets so insulted that she runs off and leaves her crap on the porch. And then it's like, don't get me wrong. I would get insulted, too. I'm sure anyone who, you know, who like who loves their mom would get insulted when they said your mom does it even if it's not like an insult your mom going to college isn't an insult <laughs> like but it kind of is at the same time i can't describe it but yeah so she runs off but prior to debbie even showing up um earlier that day napoleon had gone home from school and his grandma's like oh you know you and kit need to listen and then she's like, because they're being raised by their grandma. Their grandma's like, okay, so me and a couple of my friends are going to go out and hang out. So I'm going to be gone for a couple of days. So you guys got to take care of the house. And then Napoleon's like, what the heck are we supposed to eat? You know, blah, 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 blah. She's like, well, I got so-and-so bringing some some more steaks. But till then, and then like, till then you're going to have to figure, you know, there's food in the fridge. And then he's like, well, what are we supposed to eat? And then she's like, gosh, Napoleon, make yourself a darn quesadilla. And it's a quesadilla. But granted, it's funny the way she says it, a quesadilla. So he has to make self a quesadilla. And then the thing is, all the cheese is gone to make his damn quesadilla because Kip, all day, all, like, his brother, his older brother Kip, who lives at the house with them, who did the insult, the mom joke, and his brother Kip basically ate all the freaking cheese. Because he was making nachos and he's a whole, he's like, he's like, damn Kip, you ate all the freaking cheese, you know, just like that. So Kip could be a bit of an asshole. He's an older brother, but he's not terrible. He's not a, he has his asshole moments, but just like all human beings do, you know. And um, so his grandma's like, okay, so you guys just hold up the fort. And then he's like, go feed Tina. And then Tina's a llama. From what I know, from what I saw, I think it's a llama. So then he takes like these nasty leftovers, which I don't wouldn't give to any human being. It's disgusting. I wouldn't even give it to an animal. It was disgusting. It looked nasty. So he takes it to like the gate to the little fence where Tina's at. He's like, "Come here, Tina." He's like, "Come here, Tina. You fat lard. Get your freaking food." And then it's like I'm like, "Wow, so aggressive towards Tina. Like, what did Tina do to you? You know, it's not her problem. She gotta eat." 
leave her alone, you know? But, and he just, Tina doesn't even want the food. She smells it, the casserole that the grandma gave to Napoleon to give to her, and she wouldn't even get near it. She's like, oh, hell no. Who do you think you're giving this to? I'm better than this. That's basically what she was saying. So then, later on in the movie, Kip, like I'm saying, it's going to be completely out of, it's probably going to be out of order, so don't judge me. <laughs> and I, I'm not even looking it up right now. I'm just winging it because that's, that's what I, you know. So later on, Kip is basically asking Napoleon, he's like, I need you, I need you to pull me into town. And when he says pull, he means pull, literally pull him into town, into town. So Napoleon basically is um put like riding the bike and i guess there's a rope attached to the back of the bike and kip is holding on to like i think the rope and he has rollerblades on so he's being pulled into town by napoleon i'm like wow he's a good brother because i would not even do that i get lazy to even give my siblings rides you know they are lazy to give me rides too so it's okay it's you know vice versa and um he's like pull me into town blah 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 and then he's going to go see if he can get into these rex quando classes it's really taekwondo but he calls it rex quando the actor would and he's like this super <laughs> like patriotic guy in like freaking pants with the american flag on them like literally and then like it's just and then he's like He's trying to like he's take a free seminar to get them to sign up for it so like he's like i need a volunteer yeah so freaking kit volunteers he's like show me your reflexes and of course he's gonna beat kip kip um kip up like he's gonna be his he's gonna beat him up of course he is like he's bony like kip has no strength whatsoever of course this like built guy is gonna beat his ass okay so then and then but whenever like he hurts kip kip is like ow how like like a fucking kid it's hilarious and at the end of the seminar he's like for eight hundred dollars if you sign up now and pay eight hundred dollars i can make you you know defend yourself you will be the best you know you're just like saying you're gonna be the best if you sign up for these classes and then they go back and then kip is like that was a total ripoff and it was he got his ass beat and his dignity was not left intact and on top of that he didn't even stick with it he didn't even pay for the classes because who would so then the next day or like a couple days later um obviously napoleon and um pedro talk are talking while they're in pe so he's like oh are you gonna take anyone to the dance and then pedro's like yeah i think so he's like who are you gonna take who are you gonna ask and then he's like i'm gonna ask her and he points to Summer Wheatley. Oh my, Summer. It had to be Summer. To, and she's like the most popular girl in school. And he's like, what? And then Napoleon's like, really? Summer Wheatley? That's crazy. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, what are you going to do? She's like, I don't know. Pedro's like, I don't know. You know, bake her a cake or something. And I'm like, granted, if I got asked out and they gave me a cake, that was like the way, the way of them asking me to go to the dance. I would say yes. It's cake. You can't go wrong with cake. Whether it's in cupcake form or regular cake form or in, or brownies. I don't give a shit. It's cake. So he's like, oh, that's sweet. He's like, what about you? And then he's like, oh, 
oh no and then napoleon makes up a total lie because he starts feeling insecure he's like well i would take my girlfriend she's a model right now but yeah this is her picture and he shows like her he shows him a picture that debbie gave to him as a sample of like trying to get him to buy photos from her like to take photos so she can he like you know it's she's a photographer and that's her business and she gave him a sample photo and that's the photo he used to like you know trick pedro into thinking like yeah that was his girlfriend he's like yeah she's a model but like you know she can't make it so he's like oh that's sad you know so sad and he's just like so then later on at lunch they and then there's another scene when they have lunch and then he's like he's like i have to like he's like i have to give that he's like pedro you see that girl over there? And then Pedro is so subtle about it, which is what, like, you know, looks at her. But very subtly, not too, like, obvious, which is what we all need to learn how to do. He looks at her, he's like, yeah, I see her. And then he's like, yeah, she left a bunch of crap on her, crap on my porch the other day. Can I need to give it back to her. It's stuck in my locker. And then he's like, oh, okay. Okay, whatever. And then he's like, why don't you ask her to the dance? He's like, no. But then he has to go up and talk to Debbie to, you know, tell her hey you gotta get you gotta take your stuff out of my locker so he goes up to her he's like hi and he's like hi and then he he sees that she's drinking i guess fat free milk and then he's like oh are you drinking are you drinking fat free milk because you think you're fat and then she looks at him like insulted and questioning him and then like he's like because you can drink whole milk if you want <laughs> and that i was like that's kind of a nice pickup line like he didn't call her fat he's not like oh you're fat he's saying you think you're fat but you don't need to drink fat free milk you can drink whole milk if you want because girl you look good i thought i thought that was kind of like a backhanded pickup line but he didn't really call her fat so he's like yeah you left all your stuff in my in my in my locker and i can't fit my nunchucks in there so he eventually gives her all her stuff back so his locker's free so his nunchucks can fit in there now so later that day later on he helps pedro take the cake to because he did bake to a summer's house to ask her to the dance and like so pedro you just see him running across the street and putting the cake in front of the door, dinging, like, pressing the little, not dinging it, but, like, pressing the little, like, ding button. And then he leaves, goes back. And then they look from afar to see what Summer's reaction would be. So then the next day during gym, because that's the class they share, she's like, oh, can you give this to Pedro? And then he's like, he's like, or she asks him because Pedro was out sick that day, I guess. And he's like, Napoleon, like, she's like, Napoleon, is your friend Pedro here? She's, he's like, no. He's like, well, can you give this to him? So basically he opens the note being a cheese <laughs> There it is, a cheese in him. And it, he's, she said no with, I think, hearts around it. Like, no. And so she said she, he got rejected, but it's okay. At least it was Napoleon, the one that got rejected because he read it first. <clears throat> So later that day, he calls Napoleon and he's like, or he calls to see how Napoleon's doing or no, no, Napoleon calls to see how Pedro's doing. And then, um, his sister answers and he's like, 
she's he's like oh is pedro there she he's like yeah but he's sick and then he's like oh okay so he goes over to see he goes over to see um pedro and then he's like what does he say he's like he's like what happened and he sees pedro has is sitting on his front lawn with like his hood over his head then he's like i shaved my head and then he's like why why'd you do that and he's like well i wasn't feeling too good and it felt hot so i decided to drink some cold water but that didn't work and then i had to go and then i decided to take a bath but i still felt hot and that didn't work so then i shaved my head and that's why he shaved his head because it was hot it was too hot <laughs> and yeah so he ends up like you know shaving his head and then he's like and i think i guess to like kind of break it down he's like yeah also summer said no he's like oh it's like kind of kicking someone when they're down they're like damn you look really embarrassed about yourself and then on top of that hey you just got rejected that's fucked up i think time the timing should have been better but it is what it is and eventually um pedro does ask napoleon hey are you okay if i ask debbie to the dance and he's like oh yeah that's fine you can ask debbie to the dance it's not an issue and then um yeah so excuse the noise in the background if you hear anything it's like looks like some a ball it sounds like a ball is rolling back and forth it's because my neighbors are upstairs and they're like vacuuming i think or i don't know what they're doing i don't know if they're playing bowling i don't know if they're bowling up there or something i don't know what the heck is going on sometimes i don't even question it anymore but okay back to the movie so he asks debbie out debbie says yes and then he's like and then freaking napoleon is the 15 is the is all of us at 15 man girls are girls only want guys with skills and then you know (laughs) no one wants you know so he's like well you like to draw napoleon why don't you draw someone a picture so he goes through the yearbook and finds a girl that he wants to ask out and her name's trisha and he tried his best when he drew her but it is what it is. He tried his best. It wasn't the greatest drawing. I would be kind of insulted by it. But the fact, A for effort though. And it just wasn't the best self-portrait. But according to him, that was the first one he ever did. And so he takes that picture to um, to Trisha's house. And um, basically gives the picture to, to the mom. And is like, oh, can you give this to Trisha? So she's like, yeah. And the thing is, what I should have brought up was his grandma ended up earlier in the movie, ended up getting injured because she was four wheeling in the desert and she fell and broke her butt, broke her caucus, basically. So her uncle Rico, who's like this nomad guy, nomad traveling across the U.S. and he lives outside out out of his van. He's going to take he ends up taking care of Kip, Kip and Napoleon while their grandma's recovering so kip gets along with him well but they he just can't seem to get along with napoleon napoleon seems to not get along with him but i wouldn't either he's annoying uncle rico is hella annoying and really yeah he lives in the past where he's like yeah in high school i was this like football champion but because it is blah 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 blah. yeah so he's got a lot to really work through so when he's dropping off the the picture that he made to the mom to trisha's mom uncle rico has a business where he's selling tupperware and i'm like oh princess house which is that old which is just a bunch of tupperware that you would buy 
I'm sure all my Latinos know about Princess House, about the Tupperware that you're, or the, the crystal that, you're, that your Latina mom would buy and that would never, she would never let anyone use because <laughs> it was Princess House. But yeah, so the uncle's selling Tupperware and then he's there when Napoleon gives the, gives the picture and he talks shit about Napoleon and tells Trisha's mom, oh yeah, he's a sad little boy. He still wets the bed. He still cries. Nah, 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 nah. I'm cleaning up after him, which is a total lie. Okay? He's lying. Napoleon is nothing like that. So I guess it worked because out of sympathy, when Trisha comes home, the mom tells her, yeah, you're going to that dance with that boy. I don't care what you say. You're going to the dance with that boy. Like, it is what it is. No, no te vas a negar. Like, because she felt sorry for him. So Trisha got, looks at the picture and is just like, ugh, like what a terrible picture. She's like, why? But she, her mom is forcing her to go. So then um, now it's time for Napoleon to go get a suit. So he goes to like the few stores that they have, in, I guess, in that part of Idaho. And he finds like this vintage brown suit, and it looks. And then like him and uh, him and Pedro just stare at it in awe, in awe as best they can. They're like, he's like, that's the one, that's the one. So it comes. It's the day of the dance is there, and he's like, hey. He tells his uncle Rico, who his uncle Rico is a total asshole to him, very much of an like very much an asshole to him. And Uncle Rico tells him like. He tells Uncle Rigo, hey, I need a ride to go pick up Trisha and a ride to the dance. And he's like, well, I got a client in so-and-so minutes so or in so-and-so hours. So hurry up. I'm going to see. But you're going to have to wait for me while, you know, so I can give you a ride because he's an asshole. And he's like, okay, whatever, fine. And then his uncle is taking, like, forever. And he needs to go and even pick up Trisha. And they live in a town where it's, like, nothing but grass, nothing but field. So he basically starts getting off and walking to Trisha's house. And then, luckily, though, um, a car stops by for him. And it's one of the lowriders. Granted, it's a beautiful lowrider car. Really nice. And it's it's a bunch of cholos. <laughs> then... He's like, and then they kind of, uh, they let him in the car and give him a ride. And then he's in the back of the car. He's like, so you guys are Pedro's cousins? And then he's like, Simon. <laughs> it's like, Simon means like, yeah, for sure, we're his cousins. Like, you know, it's it's funny. So they go and pick up Trisha. He goes, obviously, he's riding his lowrider car who's like, that goes up, down, you know, it's, you know. And he goes and he's picking up Trisha and Trisha's dad opens the door. He's like, hi, I'm here to pick up Trisha. And then the dad just looks at him like, oh, it didn't disgust. And then looks at the back where the lowrider's at. And that's like going up, dad. And it's kind of cool. But the dad's like, oh my, like no, my daughter's going in that. So they all end up, but they're gentlemen. These cholers are, are such gentlemen. They let her ride in the front because ladies, you know, ladies first and ladies in the front. So they get to the dance and then Napoleon sees Debbie and Pedro on the dance floor and then he's trying to wave at them but they don't see her. But they don't see him. And then um and basically Trisha sees her friends and by the way, Trisha is friends with Summer and this other popular guy. So she's very like she's in that po- she's in the in crowd even though she was part of the Happy Hands club. So I don't get that. But it is what it is. I don't, you know. And 
So she sees her friends and like Summer starts kind of cueing her, like showing her like, oh, come here, come here, like with her hand, like come over here. So he's like, oh, and then Napoleon, right when she's about to leave, Napoleon's like, do you want to go dance next to my friend, Pedro, next to my friends? And then she kind of looks at him and walks away and just leaves him and walks over to Summer. Basically just left him at the dance. Lo dejo plantado ahí en el baile. And Napoleon goes to the restroom and then comes back. And then he see and then when he comes back, Pedro and Debbie are not on the dance floor and they're like, he's like, Are you guys having a wicked good time or a sick good time? Or I think it's a wicked good time. I don't know. And they're like, Yes. And then him and Debbie are like, Yeah, yes, we're having a good time. And then he's like, Where's your date? And then Napoleon's like, uh, I think she went to the bathroom. But he know, you know, it's poor Napoleon. And he's like, well, I'll let you dance when, if you want to dance with Deb, you can, you know, until she comes back. He's like, okay. So then next scene is when he's dancing with Debbie. And Debbie is so cute. I love that girl. So humble, so modest, so goal-oriented in a very simple way. And nothing bad about simple. And she actually, like, you can tell she, like, her dress is so cute. It's like, it's funny because I don't know. It seems like the movie, because it came out in the early 2000s, it was supposed to take place in the early 2000s, but a lot of the wardrobe was, like, very 80s, very 70s type, and I'm like, interesting. So Debbie's wearing, like, this bit, like, this dress with, like, big poofy pink sleeves, and then Napoleon is just like, so, so, like, are you and Pedro, like, a thing? Are you guys a serious thing? And then he's, she's like, no, we're just friends. Like, we're just going to stay friends. He's like, oh. And then he gets distracted by her sleeves, by her big puffy sleeves. He starts touching them. He's like, I like your sleeves. And then she's like, thank you. I made them myself. So, like, in a way, Napoleon is a charmer. He's a charmer. He knows how to compliment the women. <laughs> um, and Debbie seems to kind of like him. So, you know. And they seem to be into each other. And then outside is when Pedro's doing, like, a water break. And he sees their signs up for president, like, president of the school. You know, school president. Class president. And he wants, he's like, oh, that sounds like fun. You know, I'm like, that's right, Pedro. Ambition. That's right. Goals, sir. And um, so cue to the next day when um, him and Debbie are basically trying to help them trying to help him win, you know, trying to help him win the election. And, you know, it's so cute because Pe Pedro and and Napoleon are such good friends. Like, they're friendship goals. Like, they are there for each other. They don't have always have much to say, but they are there for each other. So he helps by drawing posters up for him and putting them up all over. There was even a shot where they put one right in the urinal. I mean, why not? When a guy's peeing, they can just look, oh, look, Volver Pedro, right? So then, and yeah, so they're, they're helping both Debbie and Napoleon are helping him try to win his election and stuff. And Debbie even finds him a wig. So when they're looking for wigs, she like, she points to she like puts her hand on one wig and then napoleon puts her hand on the same one because and then like that's their moment of romance oh they touched hands oh he's so romantic and so they start so and also there's a point where you know during the election where they're trying to you know campaign there's a there's a small little nerdy guy 
<laughs> who's getting beat up by the bully. And then he's like giving out bracelets. He's like, oh, have this. He's like, what is it? He's like, Pedro offers you his ultimate protection, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, what? I guess. So later on that day, that little that, that little nerd, the bully wants to take his bike away. He's like, give me your bike. Give me your bike. He's like, no, no. And the guy's about the guy's going to beat him up again. And then up uh, being these cholos being the superheroes that they are come driving up with their loud music and like their moving car and their menacing faces. Right. It's like they're really hard menacing faces. And they're like, they, they just nod no to him, like back away. They didn't even have to say anything. They said nothing, but it's the power and the, and the, in that, in their expression. So then the bully ends up leaving him alone. So that bracelet was protection. So shout out to that. (laughs) And he ended up, yeah. So, and then later on, there's also another part of the campaign where, um, Pedro decides to do a piñata with, um, uh, in the, basically a piñata in the, in the form of Summer Wheatley. She, the piñata looks just like, the piñata looks just like Summer Wheatley. And it's freaking hilarious because, you know, all these kids, she's the popular one and she kind of makes everyone else feel like shit. So, like, all these group, this big group of people outside of the high school start, fucking hitting the shit out of that piñata and you know what a piñata is kind of a form of therapy because you're not hitting others you're just hitting the piñata symbolically them so it's better than hitting that person okay because we don't condone violence so but or violence towards that person directly to that person but so they're all doing that. And then, unfortunately, he gets in trouble by the principal. So he goes to the principal's office, the principal's office, and he, he's like, Pedro, we don't do this here. Here in Idaho, we do not hit piñatas made in the, in the shapes of people. We don't do that. And then Debbie, after the whole meeting with the principal, is like, is everything okay? He's like, he told me I had to take the signs down for the piñata. And then he's like, I don't get it. Back in back in Mexico, you know, we would always hit piñatas in shapes of people. And it's like, I get them. Like, you do hit, like, at the age of three or two or one, at the age of one, you're hitting piñatas in the shape of dinosaurs, piñatas in the shape of coco, piñatas in the shape of princesses. Like, nothing is off limits, okay? Nothing. And is it because we hate them? No, it's not because we don't like them. It's just, a cel- it's part of, a, it's, you know, the piñata, obviously, I don't think, I don't know the history of piñata, but obviously it didn't start off with characters. But, like, we're not doing it because we hate that character. It's just, like, we're trying to get that candy out of there. Now, I feel the crowd that was hitting the Summer Whitley, the Summer Wheatley piñata, the crowd that was, like, when that he got to hit the piñata, now they were angry towards Summer. That was a whole nother issue. But, um, yeah, so they, th- that ends up happening with the piñata. And then he's like, I just have to bring the signs down. And he's like, we'll see. And then she's like, okay, we'll see you at the speech tomorrow, Pedro. So she ends up leaving. And first of all, we got to go back to Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico ends up actually contributing to Debbie's photo business because he they need him and Kip start doing like I guess 
self-employed businesses where they sell Tupperware and then they sell, I'm trying to think what else they, they sold a couple things and she had to take, um, you know, they wanted professional photos, professional tags. So she did that for them. And uncle Rico kind of looks like he's getting creepy with Debbie and Debbie's like, um, sir, what are you doing? Like, looks like he's about to take off his shirt, but really he starts giving her like these, like, like this, um, flyer for like bust must which i guess is a i don't know what it is it's a product to help your chest grow and she just feels insulted so she calls napoleon on a payphone in the middle of nowhere of the street of idaho she's like yeah your uncle rico told me very clearly how you feel about me and i'm just i'm very confident in how i feel but if you have a problem maybe you should get some for yourself and i just love that confidence in her i loved that confidence in her Oh my gosh, I was like, yes, we should all feel comfortable in our own bodies. But yeah, so Debbie's mad at him and that pisses him off because Uncle Rico has been at him for this since he got there. He can't, he's just been messing with Napoleon the whole time. So um, Napoleon is waiting for Rico to get home and he sees his truck and he throws, right when he sees his truck, um, Napoleon basically throws a freaking grapefruit at him, at his car. And then he's like, and then Uncle Regal's like, ah, like screams like a little girl. And then he's like, oh no, like, he's like, why'd you throw, why are you throwing grapefruits at my car, Napoleon? He's like, because, and then Napoleon's like, because everyone thinks I'm a freaking idiot because of you. No, 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 no. And then like, and then he tries to beat up Napoleon, but Napoleon gets out of it and throws another grapefruit at him and jumps over the fence and runs away. So that's what happens later on. And then it, now it comes the day of the election. And napoleon dynamite is wearing this iconic vote for pedro t-shirt and i remember when that came out there was actually a kid in high school that i was friends with he's he's a great guy his name is pedro and he actually ran for president asb president in my high school and he wrote he wore the shirt vote for pedro so that was really strategic on his end <laughs> and yeah, so basically it's time for the speech and then like they're on stage ready to say the speeches and then the late, I guess, administrative ladies is like, okay, um, like they all go up and it's like he's going to make a speech and then he's like, I hope you have your speech and skit ready and then and then like Pedro's like, what? What the fuck? Like, it's like, who said that? a skit and then the administrative lady's like yeah you always have to have a skit pedro with like a skit like a dance skit anything when after you make your speech and then he's like then napoleon being the supportive friend that he is he's like what the heck no one told us about a freaking skit which i would be mad too they just you know and then he's like oh i guess i'll just tell them i guess i can just tell them that i give up but then he's like, no, Pedro, you got this. Kind of like, he's like, just tell them that all their wildest dreams will come true if you're president. Just tell them that, Pedro. And he's like, okay, very supportive. So Summer Wheatley goes up and says her speech. He's like, yeah, like, we're not going to have, like, yeah, you guys, I want to be president because first we're going to do this. Like, she's like, I'm going to get new uniforms for the cheerleading, cheerleaders. And then on top of that, I'm going to go get some we're going to get, like, 
something new for the bathrooms, for the girls' bathrooms. And then on top of that, she's like, literally, she's like, who wants to eat chimney changas next year? Because I don't. Because with me, it's summer all year. And I think she meant to say chimichangas, not chimney changas. So it was, <laughs> yeah, it just always made me laugh. So then after that, her skit is up and she does it with the Happy Hands Club with Trisha. And yeah, I don't like Trisha, clearly. And she ends up doing like a uh, like a dance, like a Happy Hands dance with to the song, um, to a Backstreet Boys song. And I'm like, don't get me wrong, I love the Backstreet Boys. So it was it was it was good. And then so that's her skit, and then it's up Pedro's speech next, and he's like he's like, Oh, if I'm president he's like talking about he's like he's like, All your with me, all your wildest dreams will come true if I'm your president. He he had a very simple, short and to the point kind of um speech but it worked and then earlier so then after that he doesn't have a skit but napoleon does so he gives the guy to play music and then the thing is early in the movie napoleon had gone to like the shop where he found like a vhs tape with, with like a bunch of funky with a guy teaching them teaching him like oh these are some funky moves let me teach you these funky moves these like you know hip-hop i don't know funk moves i don't know so he basically was learning how to dance. So he uses those dance moves and he does this. I think it's an iconic dance as many like people will come at me. But I think he did an amazing dance. Like I loved his dance. Every time I watch this movie, I rewind to see the dance again. That's how much I love this dance. And um, so he does like a whole dance thing. Honestly, all I can tell you um, my fellow chismosas and chismosos, look up Napoleon Dynamite Dance on wherever, or if you watched it, rewatch it. Just it's great. It's a freaking great dance. I love it. And everyone like when he stops dancing, it's quiet for a couple seconds, and then everyone Deb is like the first one to stand up and clap, and everyone just I think was so shooketh, and they're like, what a ama- what amazing thing did we just freaking witness? You know, Deb like. That dance was amazing. And then they all stand up and give like an encore and just, or like they all stand up and like just cheer and and clap because it was so great. Granted, the praise he got for his dance was a lot higher than the praise that Summer got for hers. Because, you know, and it goes into like a thing where Napoleon walks off and he starts walking through the town. So he walks and he sees, um, we walk by, he's walking by a park where we see Pedro and his family having like a get together. And you see, they zoom in on the cake that Pedro's about to eat and it says Presidente Pedro. So clearly it said Pre- um, President Pedro. So he won the, 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 the class president election. He's President Pedro. And then he's kind of looking up at the sky like, thank you, you know. And then he also walks by, oh, by the way, I forgot. So Kip, this whole time, had been talking to someone, had been basically doing online dating before Tinder and Bumble and all that came out. But he had to pay a lot of money because, like, his grandma, and but granted, he doesn't have a job, and his grandma was paying for all this. But he had to pay all this money, and he met La Fonda. And through, in the middle of the movie, La Fonda comes and visits him in Idaho. And kind of 
turns them hood like not hood but no not hood but kind of turns them into like a rapper lookalike in a way like he has like the the baggy velour suit and like this cool really nice chain um and it's cool he looks cool but he's like this little white boy with like the big chain and the big velour rapper suit kind of rapper velour tracksuit and then you um, he obviously falls in love with LaFonda. That was, he claimed from the beginning, even when they were talking, like, that's my soulmate. That's my soulmate. I talk to her all the time. So they end up getting together. And then in the end, when Napoleon is walking, Napoleon is basically walking by the bus stop, the one bus stop that they actually have. And he sees his brother getting on him, his brother and LaFonda getting on the bus. So basically his brother's leaving with LaFonda. So he gets his happy ending. And then Napoleon ends up back at the school, and he this is the one thing he loves to play tetherball. So he'll ask people, "You want to play me?" And then it's like, "No." It's like, it's like I don't want to be played with, you know, type of thing. So he ends up back at the um, at the school, and he's about to play tetherball. And then Debbie comes up, and granted, remember she was still kind of mad at him, even though he wasn't the one that told Uncle Rico to give those flyers to her. It wasn't him. Uncle Rico just did it to get clients, you know, and he used Rico and he used Napoleon's name. And she figured it out. She's like, yeah, Napoleon wouldn't do that to me. And then he's like playing by himself. And then he's like, she lo- he looks at her. You want to play me? And then she kind of just like looks at him like nods. Yes, enthusiastically. Then they end up playing tetherball together. And let me tell you, this guy is not easy on her. Like he's like going like hard with that tetherball. And he went, you know. He's like, I don't care, I'm going to, you know, but you can tell they liked each other. So then they, that's how his love story ends. And I know, like, the, and then, so he ends up, you know, they all kind of end up getting what, you know, a happy ending. And the, at the very, very end, after a little bit of the credits, you get a scene where Kip is getting, um, Kip is getting, Basically, he's getting married to LaFonda in like a field. And then he starts rapping. He starts rapping about his love for technology. He's like, I love technology, but I love you more, LaFonda, type of thing. And like her family's just ashamed. He's like, they're just so embarrassed. They're like, oh my, why, why him? But it is what it is. And then you see Napoleon ride up on his on like his white horse he's like oh this is my gift to you kip i trained him and everything you know and then he's like thanks napoleon and then he ends up catching the um napoleon ends up catching the oh and deb actually her business is is building because she's a photographer for the wedding and then napoleon actually grabs the garter belt i think i'm saying that right and then yeah so it's just a happy ending overall it's a good movie granted there are the character arcs. So I feel like Napoleon did end up getting more confident. He was still remained himself, but he became a lot more confident than when he started. Um, Pedro grew as a person and grew into his power of like, I can do this. Like, I should be more confident in myself. So there was a character arc because he started from a shy guy to not thinking he can do it to like thinking to winning class president, you know, and he was a new kid. Deb grew a little bit more confident as well because she was very, very shy in the beginning. They all grew confidence. And then she was more, you know, she was more open. And then Uncle Rico didn't change. He was just still stuck in the past about, I wish I was a football player. 
And then the grandma does eventually come back, guys. The grandma does eventually come back. And she's not, the funny thing is, like, you would think she'd be hugging her grandkids. No, she's hugging, she's hugging Tina the llama because she loves Tina, you know? And Kip finally finds love with his soulmate. So, hey, hey to that. That's good, that's good. But overall, this one, I like this movie. I love this movie. It is hilarious. Um, yeah, so that's the end of that, of that movie. That's all I have to say about that, <laughs> about that movie. <laughs> okay, thank you for joining me again. We, um, I hope you have a cheeseman-filled day or night or evening. So, thank you so much and bye!